Yo, Lawless was having BSG in the house. Yo, anybody, Starface, I see you, big dog. Anybody sit that tells you Brightburn is trash or not a good movie, they're lying to you. This was an awesome movie. If we could imagine Superboy Prime or Ultraman, right? This is the perfect origin story. Wow. I'm sitting here rooting for Brandon to kill people. I'm rooting for this kid. <laughs> Teach you, Brian, I see you. Hey, letter. Hey, I am I was in the theater rooting for this kid. Holy shit. I know I, I I something's wrong with me. I was I was rooting for this kid. And then the world building in the post-credit scene with Michael Rooker, who played uh um Yandu. And Guard- Guardians of the Galaxy. So many Guardians of the Galaxy. I-, I caught two references. But then the sequel, if they do it, and I pray to God they do, they show um, the Injustice League. They make a reference to the Injustice League. Do y'all under do you understand the potentiality of this of this if, of this movie if it turns into a franchise? Holy shit. So let's get right into it, shall we? Um, you have a couple they're trying to get pregnant for years. Brandon ship crashes onto their farm. They take the boy, his name's Brandon, they raise him as his own. Now the kid has never been cut, stabbed. He's never bled. He's never broken a bone. But no one knows, you know, no one put two and two together. They just figure, you know, he's been lucky. So literally, uh, one night, the ship that he crashed in activates. And he's hearing this strange language, it's, which is his native tongue. But he doesn't know because, you know, whatever. And um, he comes online. He uh, activates. Now, he's always had his immune powers, but all this stuff, after he activates, instantly online. Instantly. Okay, so I got I took notes while, while I was in the theater, so y'all bear with me. I got some notes here. Um, he's, he's trying to start the lawnmower, right? He's trying to start the lawnmower, and he's pissed off because the lawnmower won't start. He flings the lawnmower, I don't know, three, four hundred feet. And he's like, you know, he didn't know he could do this. And so the lawnmower, this is what you see in the trailer. The lawnmower is on its side and the, the, the blade just spinning, the motor's running, the, the blade just spinning. And for some odd reason, he thought it was a good idea to just stick his hand in, in the blade to see what he, what he could do. <laughs> I don't know what compelled him to do that, but he did. And, of course, he, uh, he you know, stops the motor and breaks the blade. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. More notes. More notes. More notes. So um, the weird part was 
he had a talk with his father in the woods, right? When they were going out camping because the parents found his notebook with uh, women in bras and panties. And then the one particular picture was like a vivid section of a woman's womb, uterus split open like an autopsy. Like, you know, how we dissected the frogs in, in, in science class, right? So in school, he's a he's a smart, he's a genius, he's genius level. He's really into insects. Insects is, plays a pretty minor, but it's an overshadowing part of his, of his psychosis in this movie. So he answers a question about the difference between bees and wasps. You know, bees, uh, bees are pollinators, wasps are predators. Then he names a particular species of wasp that basically um, take over different hives and force the captive wasp to raise the, the, their, their young crazy stuff and he gets teased of course they had a little black boy being a teaser a fat black kid whatever but i'm over that so then they're playing this game called wind wind in the willows and pe he likes the one girl right and the one girl you know she's like she likes him too right kind of sort of so after he answered the question about the bees and the wasps she turns to him and says that's okay smart guys run the world that was cute i got it so they're doing the game, they're doing the activity, the wind in the willows, right? Okay, I, I, you know, I'm jumping, I'm jumping parts. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So as he starts to discover what he can and can't do, the little girl he liked after the talk with his father in the woods about puberty and stuff, and he, you know, he was like, uh, you know, it's okay to, you know, sometimes to play with your penis, or whatever. And he's like, oh, okay, because he's just so nonchalant, just so naive to everything. And he said, you know, you know, it's, you're going to have feelings about girls. I was the same way as a kid, whatever. And he's like, well, can you start now? And he's like, yeah, you can start now. So that that following night, because the kid can fly at this point, he goes to the little girl's room. Oh, it's a creepy scene, right? So the little girl's laptop is playing this crazy country song, right, out of, out of her sleep. She goes up to the laptop, closes the top, and you can see the wind and, and him, you know, because the kid's quick as hell, right? And then the laptop opens up again, mysteriously, and the same music is playing. So now the girl's all freaked out. So she goes back to close the laptop again. She's scared of shit. She goes, the window is open. She sees a curtain blowing and she sees Brandon for a split second. And then she calls her mom. The mom comes in. She's like, she, you know, there's someone in here. And mind you, her room is on the second floor, right? Mom comes in there and she's like, baby, there's nobody here, right? And she's like, well, who did you see? It was Brandon Breyer. The BB's Brandon Breyer. Brightburn, Kansas is a city in... Oh, it's my brother. Fuck. I got I to put bro on hold for this review. Um, Brightburn, Kansas. Brandon Breyer. The BB sign you see all in this. And he has this affixation for writing the BB, which also is the Bluetooth sign as well, too. Bluetooth for all you uh, junkies out there, whatever. Um so then there's one scene in his birthday. This all takes place right around his birthday, puberty thing, right? When his, his you know, after the ship activates his powers or whatever, the uncle gives him a BB, uh, gives him a 22 rifle. The dad's like, no, 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 no rifles, whatever. And, and Brandy's like, well, I want it. Give it to me. And dad's like, no, I'm not going to give it to you. And, he, and then Brandon pounds the table and then all the screens go go flicker in and out so this kid has uh, electrical interference when he's around electrical um devices right and um they get into it 
they leave. Okay. So then this is when after um the 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 the, the waitress sees all this in the restaurant, the waitress is the little girl's mother. This is this is a key point. Just keep I'm gonna get back to the to the waitress in a little bit. So the little girl's like yeah, it was Brandon Breyer. So the mother, so the mother, the waitress is automatically don't like the kid. It just, it just whatever she didn't like about him, she didn't like him times a hundred. So they're doing flash for, fast forward. They're doing the activity willow, the wind, willow in the woods, or wind, wind in the willows, or something. It's the trust ex- exercise, right? So it's it's Brandon's turn, and then they're passing the kid around, and she's just like, "Ew!" She doesn't want to touch him. She doesn't want to push him back. So they push him back. She doesn't catch him. He falls to the ground. And uh, the coach is like, hey, you know, pick him, give him a hand, pick him up. And she's like, no, no, he's a pervert. And he says, liar. And he gives her that look. We're like, oh, here it comes. This is the scene everyone's talking about. This is, but there's part of the scene they didn't show you in the trailer. So he grabs her hand. And he begins to squeeze her hand. And then you can see her hand getting squished, squished or squuzzed or whatever. He's squeezing the hell out of her hand. You can hear the bones breaking and she's like, ah, then he yanks, he jacks her wrist. So not only is he squeezing, crushing the bones in her hand, he breaks her wrist and you see the break. They didn't show that. They didn't show that in the trailer. Horrific. I'm like, God damn, this kid's a savage. I'm like, I like this kid already. I like this kid. (laughs) I'm like, okay, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Team Brandon. <laughs> okay, so they're in the office. The mother's like, she wants the kid expelled. She wants the, the sheriff to arrest him. The sheriff's like, this is not going to happen. And, you know, they're going to suspend him for two days. The funny part is the school counselor is his auntie, Mara, which is his mother, adoptive mother's sister, right? Blood sister. So he has to go to counseling after he's done suspend being suspended. And then she has to file a report to the sheriff. We'll get back to that in a minute. Okay. Uh, where, 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 are where are my notes? Where are my notes? Where are my notes? Where are my notes? My notes, my notes, my notes. Okay. So he comes. So Brandon goes back to the girl's room. She's in the cast and everything. He has flowers. He's like, look. Oh, before I get to that part, he has to talk with his mother. The mother's like, you're special. Right. Um, we tried for so long and you came to us and he's like, you mean like I'm superior? It's one thing to tell a kid they're special. You can tell a kid they're superior, but when they can physically see and do things to reinforce the superiority belief instantly the kid knew like i'm i can take over this so over the course of him uh at, at night the ship activates the native tongue language is speaking to him he starts to translate he translates the first word is take right and he eventually learns the rest of the the the, the, the of the saying is a repeated phrase it's basically take the world Okay, take the world, take the world, take the world. Now, that can mean a whole bunch of things. But to a 12-year-old kid with superpowers, I guess to him that means take over the whole goddamn world by force. Okay, right? <clears throat> so um, he goes to the ship. He actually goes to the ship twice. The first time, he's sleepwalking, right? Second time, he goes to the ship. He breaks the chain. The ship is 
basically streaming his consciousness through him and he's you know whatever the case may be he's levitating the mother finds him sees him and she grabs him whatever that's when she tells him hey you know you're special and you're from another place and you came to us and he's like you and then he flips out he's like you, you lied to me you lied to me you lied to me blah 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 okay so then he goes to the girl the little girl's room he says hey um i'm special and i want to tell you that I'm special and that one day the world will see how special I am. She's like, my mom said, I can't talk to you. You can't be here. Right. He leaves, leaves her the flowers. Oh, he says, yeah, yeah. He, she says, yeah, my mom said, I can't talk to you. He said, I'll fix that. Uh, okay. This is the scene in the trailer where he attacks the waitress. It's her mother. So we go to the tray. We go to the, the to the, the cafe or the diner where she works, counting the money, whatever. And then she turns around, all the you see all the BB symbols all through the all on the window. She's like, "Who's doing this? Who's doing this?" And she looks, and there's electrical interference. And then the light bulbs from the top shatter and fall on top of her. She has a piece of glass in her eye. Oh my god! So she pulls the glass out of her eye. She has blood in in her left eye. She can't see. So when they show her vision, the left left eye is bloody, blurry. And then you see her clear vision, the right eye, and then you see him in the right and, and in the left bloody vision. So she's like looking and she he she sees him, but he's in the left side of her vision. He's got this mask. He got this crazy mask. He made his little crazy outfit he made. Right. Because, you know, in, in his uh, notebook, he's got all he he draws everything that he's done or doing or how he sees himself moving forward. Right. <clears throat> so then. You know, um, she she runs into the uh, to the what I guess with the freezer, and then he, and he kid uses the heat vision to slice it up, and then he sna- he attacks her, and then her body's missing. He takes her body. No one knows where her body. The cops show up the next day. She's missing. Okay, so my notes, my notes, my notes. Bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Notes. Okay. Okay, so now we get to the, where he has to go to counseling with his auntie, and she's like, you need to talk to me, open up to me, because I got two days, I got to turn this report into the sheriff, and I got to tell them, I got to be honest with them, I can't lie because you're my family. And he's like, you shouldn't do that. I don't think you need to talk to the sheriff. This is a 12-year-old giving demands, right, because he knows he's far superior than everybody. Um, she's like, no, I, I gotta, I gotta do this and whatever. Okay. So then, uh, uh forgive me if I'm jumping around cause it, it I'm, tr- I'm still trying to process what I just seen. Right. Um, at one point the mother sees the symbols in, in his drawing, the notebook, whatever the, um, okay. So then he shows up at his auntie's house. Right. At the same time, his uncle, Noah, is out drinking with his dad, adoptive dad, and they're drink they're having drinks. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna go home. Right? Because I guess it, I guess he has a history of alcoholism. Right? Um, oh my goodness. So he's he's the auntie's like, You can't be here. What are you doing here? Yada yada yada. And now nah, you shouldn't be here. So he plays this game with cat. He's like, Okay, yeah, I, I you shouldn't tell my parents though that I was here and you know, you shouldn't tell the sheriff about the report and all this good stuff, right? Low-key threatening her, threatening her. 
So at the, so he plays cat and mouse with the with the with the with his auntie. Um, you see him in the dark here and there, and I mean his eyes are lit up. And it's just creepy as hell, and she he's messing with these the motion sensors, and she's like, "What's going on? My house is falling apart." Yeah. So then, um, he's about to kill her. The dad come or the uncle comes home. So he's hiding in the closet. He sees him in the closet. He's like, what the hell are you doing here? And, well, you know, Auntie Mara's, you know, whatever, and help him with homework. He's like, damn that. Let's get, let's get your ass in the truck. Let's get, I'm taking you home right now. You're not going to tell my parents, are you? I, that's a, you better hope that's a, the only thing I do is tell your parents. <clears throat> okay, so on the way home, he's driving, right? He says, get in the truck, and the kid disappears. So he gets creeped out, and he hops in the truck. Oh, no, no. Before he does that, um, Brandon shows up in his outfit and he throws Uncle Noah against the garage door. So then Uncle Noah's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. He hits, he gets in the Bronco. Now, this is a key point. He gets in his Ford Bronco. He's driving down the road. He's scared and looking for Brandon, whatever. And so then Brandon hits the side of the, of the uh, vehicle, shatters the window. And then, like I said, Brandon affects. Uh, he, he he emits electrical interference. So the car shuts down. And then the lights, you know, he's hitting the lights, trying to start the thing. And the light shows up and you see Brandon there. And then the next flash, you see Brandon floating in midair. And the dude's like, oh, my God, time to go. We got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. Got to get out of here. Got to get out of here. <laughs> and so the lights come on again. He's nowhere to be seen. So then the truck starts to lift up from the back from the backside. I'm like, okay, I see this coming, but how does how does how does this turn out? He lifts the truck up. He lets the truck go. The front of the truck literally hits the ground. The dude's face, the jaw, hits the fucking steering wheel. Totally dis. Locate this hinges his entire fucking jaw. The dude's like, he's still alive. He grabs his jaw to put it back in. He's slowly suffocating, trying to hold his jaw together. Here comes Brandon. He's looking at him. He grabs, you know, he touches his finger with his blood. He's got his blood on his finger. And the dude's sitting just holding his jaw. Choking on his own blood. And then he dies. And then Brandon shows up at the house because his mother's calling everybody looking for him with, with no shirt. He's like, hey, I was out playing soccer. And they, was, and they started to tease me. They started teasing me and messing with me and played a sympathetic role. And he tried to play, play, you know, play the role. Of course, he, they sent him up to his room. He's like, I, I don't believe this kid. And uh, we don't believe him. Right. So the dad, you know, our dads are like, look, this motherfucker is an alien. We should have done something. We got to do something. Right. You know, the moms is always like, he's my baby. He's my baby alien. He's a killer, but he's my baby. You know, that, that whole dynamic. So it's playing with it's this. It's creating this huge rift in their marriage. Right. Um, and, and there's one part where him and the dad get into it to the point where Brandon gets so upset and just shoves his dad against this glass menagerie whatever and breaks the shit and the, the dad's like they didn't realize how strong he was right they didn't realize how strong he was meanwhile the sheriff um on both sites 
sees the BB sign in the window for the for the waitress, and then sees the and then what Brandon ended up doing was drawing the BB sign and and his uncle Noah's blood on the road. So the sheriff's looking at the two pictures. He goes to the house. He's like, "Hey, uh, Tori, have you? Where's your boy? Oh, they went. He went hunting with his dad, right? He says, "Well, have you seen these? these do you know these two these two uh, images? These two uh, symbols mean?" He says, "It looked like it looked like it looks like a BB." Uh, Look, it says BB. He's like, nah, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I've not, never seen it before. And he's like, well, can I come in? She's like, no, not without a warrant. He says, I'll be back. He said, she says, okay. So she runs into the house. She goes to grab his notebooks, and she sees all his shit in his notebook, all the BB signs. See him as the the, the Christ figure uh, with the people praising him. Like the Superman scene at the Day of the Dead. Remember in Justice League, y'all, when Superman went to go save the little girl out the fire? And Superman comes down with the little girl in, in his hands. And the Mexican people are like, we just want to touch him. We just want to touch him. If I could just touch his garb, right? So he has this, these pictures like that. Then he has the pictures of how he, what he did to the waitress. And he has the pictures of what he did to Uncle Noah. So the mom's like, oh, my God. So meanwhile, she's trying to call the husband. Kyle and the daddy are out hunting. Kyle said, I mean, Bram's like, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Brandon says, hell, these are fresh deer tracks. He's looking at the tracks. So the dad grabs the fucking rifle. Right? And, he, you know, he's taking aim. Uh, shoots Brandon in the back of the head. Brandon is bulletproof. Well, I'll be goddamn. Well, I'm, we knew, but, you know, dad's like, oh, shit. And Brandon's like, what the fuck just happened? Nigga, did you just shoot me? Gave him that look. And then dad's like, Oh shit. Oh man. So he, you know, decocks it, tries to put in another round. You know, it's a single bolt action rifle. And so he's running. I'm trying to get out the woods. And then, of course, already Brandon's already in his in his costume, just like that. Knocks him down. So then the dad's on the ground backing up, like, come on, I'm sorry, Brandon. Please, I'm sorry, Brandon. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Brandon grabs his dad and uses his heat vision, shoots his dad directly in the fucking eyes, burns the shit out of his fucking skull. The shit shoots out the back of his fucking skull. Amazing. Just like when Superman gave Doomsday that, that lobotomy. Yeah. Homie just cooked his fucking, the back of his head. <laughs> Killed the dad. It was beautiful. I'm sitting here like, yes. <laughs> I'm telling y'all right now, this is the closest y'all ever gonna get to a Superboy Prime or an Ultraman movie. I'm. This is it. DC will never do this. Even though people have been clamoring for decades for an evil Superman, it had not DC and Kevin Sujihara had fucked with. Zack Snyder's original trilogy vision, we would have had the evil Superman. But no, this is the closest you're going to get to an evil Superman. Okay, moving forward. The mother calls the husband. She's like, oh my God, baby. You were right. I found the, the, the drawings and the signs. The sheriff came and said he thinks something. He has something to do with it. Baby. Baby. And then on the other line is like, Hi, mom. Uh oh. And mom's like, Where's your dad? He's gone. 
gone where? You know where he's gone. Where are you? I'm home, mom. Mind you, this motherfucker is already, he's floating in the air, <laughs> looking down at the house. He crushes the phone. <sighs> so he's tearing the house up. The mother calls 911. This is the scene in, in the uh, trailer when she's underneath the, the counter top, whatever the counter, and he's just running through the He's flying through the house, just tearing shit up because he's so upset right now. The sheriff and, and the deputy show up. The sheriff is the brother. Okay. And uh, he's, he's tearing the, up the house. They pull up and the house is in shambles. They're like, what the hell's going on? And he's like, you know, ma'am, uh, Tori, come on out. Come follow the sound of my voice. And then they get to the door. Sheriff comes to the door. He's at the door. And then here comes Brandon. He, 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 I don't know what he speared him. And then you see this blood trail against the, 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 the post and then towards the fence. So the sheriff is done. He's done. So then the deputy is like, okay, let's, you know, tries to get to, tries to get Tori to the safe, to a safe spot. Tori goes to hide under the bed. While Tori is hiding under the bed in the four shot, in the foreground shot. In the background, you see the deputy getting bounced up and down, right? Off the off the ground and up to the ceiling. You know how you basically she's getting bounced around like a basketball. I mean, he's beating her at I mean, he's beating her to death. Bounce her up and down, up and down like this, literally up and down, right? Throws her body in front of Tori underneath the bed. And she's like, she's still alive, barely. She's and she's all busted up and she's bleeding. She's, then she dies. Awesome. I, I was loving it. So then you see Brandon floating towards the bed. His eyes are lit up. And then uh, he looks under the bed. She's not there. She's outside of the window. She's out. She's literally hanging off the second story window. She falls down. She cuts her hand. In the prior scene, I forgot to mention, the steel from the, the ship that he came to Earth in is the only thing that can hurt him. The, the, the metal, for some odd reason, can hurt Brandon. He had cut himself on the ship uh, the second time. Right? He said, yeah, it, it, I, 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 it cut me. So she cuts her hand in the same spot he did. She remembers the ship. So she runs to the barn. Go to the ship. She turns the ship on. The lights come on. And then there towards the wall, you see the body of the missing waitress literally split open like a he did an he did a uh, an autopsy on the waitress. Split her open the womb like Jack the Ripper. That's the best way I can describe it. Jack he Jack the Rippered the waitress. It's just, the mom's like, oh, my God. So the mom grabs a piece of metal, puts it in her back pocket. She's like, okay, Brandon, come on out, baby. You know, Brandon, come on out. Mom's here. And they play the whistle game, right? And then Brandon shows. Uh, he shows. And she's like, baby, you know, I love you. And I will always defend you. And I know there's good in you. She takes off his mask. And he's like, I want to do good, mom. I want to do good. She's like, I know there's still good in you. And she gives him a hug. And then she about to stab him with the steel and he catches her hand it's like oh shit and then she's like don't do this i'm sorry you know brandon's like so he take he grabs his mother 
shoots up straight to the sky through the, through the barn, mind you, and he takes her straight to the stratosphere. This is this is exactly reminiscent of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, when Michael Rooker takes Star Lord straight up out of Ego's planet, right? And in the very same scene, while the you know, because the air is really thin up there, right? And it's very cold. So while she's freezing and can't breathe, and she looks at him and she pats him on the face. Just like um, Yondu did uh, Star-Lord when Star-Lord realized, oh, my God, you don't have a suit. You're going to die. He gave him a pat on the side of the face. And then Brandon looks at his mother, stretched out his arms, and then lets her fall. And then she falls slow motion. is on the top of her. She's falling slow in, in slow motion. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, damn, bro. I know when mom tried to kill you, but damn, not moms like that. <laughs> <laughs> and she's falling slowly. And while she's falling slowly, Brandon sees an, an airplane, a jumbo jet flying right at him. Next scene is you see wreckage and carnage. The plane hit him and nosedived into his family's house, the farm. This is where you see the scene, and then you see him do he did the BB sign in blood. And he's this is where you see him eating the cookie with the ambulance, right? And then the news report says uh, investigators are still trying to figure out what caused the plane to do such a, uh, a, a nose dive and crash straight into the farm, killing both of his parents. The only survivor of the of the crash is twelve year old Brandon Breyer. So, moving forward, the absolute best part of this movie. So now you have all these news footage, these news clippings of the Brightburn figure, like the Mothman prophecies. This figure with all it's somehow being foreshadowed with all these these disasters. So it shows him taking out uh, a uh, was it a Capitol building, like a uh, Senate building, right? This dude starts fires. Brandon is wrecking shop. Okay. He's wrecking. He's, he is now like, and he's a cryptid, right? There's all these stories about him and these images right before a disaster happens. So then mid, uh, mid credit scene is Michael Rooker, right? And he's like this YouTube conspiracy guy. He's the guy that, you know, not like Alex Jones, but like, um, you know, like a cryptid. He's a cryptid YouTube personality that does cryptid stories and stuff like that. Right. And he's talking about this is the best part. The best part. He's talking about the uh, the bright burn. And he's like, they're all going to kill us and we need to do something. And and then he makes a mention of, yeah, the evil. There's this evil underwater guy that sinks ships. That's evil Aquaman. Then he says, there's even this woman. This figure woman that likes to hang people from ropes. Wonder Woman does that. Remember how she killed Aquaman in Justice League Flashpoint Paradox? She hangs him. That's what she does. Then they got the pictures of all the Justice League members. You had Evil Flash. (laughs) You had Martian Manhunter. And you had Brightburn right there. And then you had uh, Aquaman and Wonder Woman. 
beautiful. Beautiful. I please listen. I, I know I know I'm conflicted about James Gunn. Please let this movie make some money. Can we please get the other evil characters? So in this world, he's not alone. This is the alternate universe. This is the Injustice League universe. Unofficial. This is the unofficial Injustice League universe. Please let this happen. Please give James Gunn the green light to do this. Unfortunately, this movie is going to get killed by Aladdin this weekend. It's going to get killed. Right, listen, I've already seen the tracking numbers. It's going to get killed. But, um, y'all, this is the best chance we got to get anything Injustice League related. Please go watch this movie. <laughs> Please go see this movie. <laughs> we need this. We need this. <laughs> We need this, all right? Warner Brothers not going to give it to us. We need Screen Gems and Lionsgate and everybody uh, associated with this movie. Please let this happen. Ryan, there was no Legion of Doom. God damn it. But this Injustice League shit, I'm with this. I'm with There was no Batman mentioned. No, these are all just super, super beans. Okay? So um, that was pretty much it. Um, I, I loved it. Like I said, I was rooting for the, I was rooting for Brandy to kill people. This is what I wanted. It's the best. This 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 the best is gonna get y'all. <laughs> so, <laughs> do not, do not feed into negative reviews about this. This movie was the shit. Damn all that. If you ever wanted to see a possible what could what an evil young Clark Kent could be, this is it. You got teen angst. Um, you got a superpowered being. This is not and people kept saying, Well, it's like Chronicle, it's like Chronicle, it's like Chronicle. Yeah, but it's not. I can see where you can go with that, but no. And people are like, Well, you know, this could be the sequel that we we didn't know about. Now listen, and I I love Chronicle. I I hate that it didn't do it. Josh Trank fucked it up with the, the Fantastic Four reboot and got kicked off his own goddamn movie and he went into a depression and drugs and shit. Because he had a bright future. And we never will we'll probably never get the Chronicle 2 sequel that we that we've been wanting for. You know. But you know, if you put that kid, uh, Dane DeHaan's character in Chronicle against Brightburn, stop. But um I am gonna go see this again uh Saturday. This was lit. Lit, lit, lit. Go see Brightburn. Lit, lit, lit. That is my movie review. Of course, I will put this on my movie review channel. Uh, let me shout everybody out real quick. Tyrese, Candace, Lawless, Edmund, Tim, The Usual Suspects, Draven, Ryan, Guided Light, A. Ms. Nye, Bumbleclot, uh, American Indian, uh, Tenchu. I'm sorry, Tetchu, Tetchu. Hey, Ms. Jeline, hey, how you doing? Noah. Yes, listen, the world build this thing could go in so many different directions. I love how James Gunn uh left it kind of kind of open ended, but you you see where it's going. It, listen, the post-credit scene 
with just the Michael Rooker part, you know, the YouTube thing and the, the different villains listed. Oh my gosh, yeah, it, it's worth it. Tyrone, what's happening? Um, so yeah, that that's my that's my review. Andre, what's happening? Sound like a lot of DC fan. What they bet not, Andre. They better they better run to this movie and 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 embrace and support this movie if they're smart. This is the closest thing we're going to ever get to an evil Superman, ever, 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 ever. So, with that being said, I'm going to get out of here. You guys have a good night. Peace.